Annie McKenzie here, and you're listening to Freshman Founders, a podcast for people who are interested in starting their first business and want to know how it really works. Whether you're a business major, interested in the startup lifestyle, or passionate about making a particular change in the world, this podcast is the one for you. Welcome back to Freshman Founders. This is episode number nine, all about making the most of your network. So in this episode, we are going to break down effective ways to network, buzzword, and not overwork yourself because it can get so overwhelming with all the networking events and, you know, putting yourself out there. It can get overwhelming. And then we want to talk about ways to get creative and sharing information about you in press and articles and how to make business out of that, but finding the right people to do it with you. People talk about networking all the time. Most people give advice and they say, meet as many people as you can. Go to networking events. Um, talk to people. Pass out that card. Yeah. And, you know, every, everyone will say it, but there's actually ways you could be effective and meet the people you want to meet if you do it right or get the right things out of people that you are meeting with. And we call that the ripple effect. Something that we found to really help us was you start way smaller than the idea of walking into a big room to meet everyone. Because even if you met, you know, 30 people in there, odds are one of them is going to be worthwhile to you right now. And so what we found was really find those advisors or those mentors that you align with personally and business-wise and then go from their network because mm-hmm. it's just going to ripple out. And what we have found and we're so you know thankful for it is our mentors then all have at least introduced us to if not – I mean, 10 to 20 people each. And that then becomes its own network. And then guess what? Odds are you're going to see one of those people, one of those vetted network people that you've met. You're going to see them at one of those events. Then they're going to connect you to the five people you actually need to see in that room. And I really think that's how Mackenzie and I have had a lot of our success on the business and industry side. Because you see someone you know, they introduce you to someone you need to know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it doesn't always work out that way, but just thinking more about, you know, how can we set ourselves up to work with people that make sense to work with for us. A huge part of our success has been telling our story and people telling our story. And especially in this day and age with social media and with, um, with customers having access to you know, the, their business's story, they are going to connect more with founders and stuff. So, I mean, so it's very important to tell your story, to have a story and Mm -hmm. to tell it as much as possible. And that's the exact reason for why we really thought this episode was good to connect those two ideas together, how to share your story in form of press and how to, you know, improve your network and your growth. They really are combined. At least they have been for us. And I mean, bringing up what Mackenzie said with how, you know, your customers feel connected to the founders because startups are the founders and we've struggled with it because we're like, dang, like we feel like we're kind of at times too much of the face of this, Mm -hmm. you know, should we kind of pull back? And when we do, you know, we have mentors and people kind of give us feedback, like own it right now. Customers are into that. They want to see you guys. And that's why like 
everyone knows, you know, who the founders of are some of these major startups in our, you know, community and society right now. We all know who the founder of Airbnb, Uber, sorry, you know, Spanx. Like, we all know who they are and we know their story because it's been told well. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we're trying to do on a smaller level, of course, but we're trying to play to that level. So when you're networking, you have to go into meetings and events with a goal in mind. You have to know what it is that you want out of people that you're going to meet or what you are going to offer as well. It's not all about just taking. Um, you know, if you expect something from people, you have to be able to return um, favors as well. Plus, you just want to be a part of the community. That's always going to be beneficial in your business is being a part of a community, knowing a lot of people. You're always going to do better when you have a larger network. Um, but knowing, going into meetings, knowing what your goal is. So say you're meeting with someone for the first time and you know they have a lot that they could offer. Have specific questions that you want to ask. Have a topic that you want to talk about that you think you could provide and maybe give so they could bring some value away from the meeting. And then also plan for some takeaways. You know, don't leave that meeting until you have an intro to somebody or, um, you know, maybe they've helped answer some questions for you that you really needed to answer. Don't just meet to meet. That is something we cannot say enough. Don't meet up with people just to know them because you're wasting their time. You're wasting your time. I don't know how many times people have, have asked us to just, Oh, can I just pick your brain? Please never use that term. Can I pick your brain? It's creepy. It's weird. It's like pick my (laughs) nose, but like you're in my, get away, (laughs) get away. No, you cannot pick my brain. Like, <laughs> but no, but it's just you know we're running a company. We're very busy. We're happy to give back and help people and answer questions. But if we're just gonna sit there for an hour and you don't even know what I do, mm-hmm. or you know you don't have you have nothing to provide in terms of value or even interest, you're not even an interesting person to talk to. Like you're just wasting time. Totally. And just to give you an example, because, you know, we know, like, (laughs) in the large scheme of things, we're at the bottom of the totem pole, um, probably for, you know, who people want to meet with. So I want to give an example of something that, you know, Mackenzie and I did to meet with someone much higher up than us just last week. We wanted to meet with the VP of a company that we think we can have a really long term, you know, strategic partnership with. But that's not just an email you can send being like, hey, we'd love to meet you, love to chat, love Mm -hmm. to make things happen. You know, that can't happen. And so what Mackenzie and I did is we really thought through, like, what are the potential benefits for them? Why would they want to meet with us? What value can we bring to them? And how can we actually follow through on that? Mm -hmm. Because something to really think about, too, is the meeting is just the 5% of it. If you can't follow through on why you actually want to meet, that looks even worse than the actual meeting and what even happened in there. And look, we're all, I'm at fault fault for it. You know, there's totally been times where I've just dropped the ball after I said I would do, you know, five things after a meeting. And you know what? It sucks, but that's okay. But 
but you really want to try to go into it thinking of, you know, beginning, middle and end and follow through. And so what we did was we actually designed a whole, um, you know, meeting outline of what we wanted to hit the agenda Mm -hmm. and what we wanted to see afterwards if the meeting, you know, went the way we thought it would. You know, like we'd love for this to be the outcome. We'd love to grow together and we would love to do X, Y and Z together. And we immediately got a response and a meeting together. And we're following through on that, you know, back end, you know, piece to it. So just an an opportunity, of course, they don't all go that way. But sure. that's just, you know, because we've learned, don't just meet to meet and make mm-hmm. sure you follow through. It's how we go about things now, especially with, you know, those reaching for the, the yeah. star meetings. If you were asking somebody to meet with you and, and they have a lot to offer you, be respectful of their time. You know, say, hey, can I buy you a coffee and we can chat about X, Y, Z for 30 minutes near your office? You know, you're not making them drive far. You're offering to buy them a coffee. Don't make them buy yours or not offer because they're going to be giving you some advice or, um, you know, knowledge. Um, Keep it to 30 minutes. Don't don't say an hour. I mean, an hour is a long time in the day when they have a million other things going on. So just be mindful of that time and stick to it, too. They're going to be really impressed if you cut the meeting at the time you say rather than just going on and on. Even if even if the conversation is going well, they've got lots of other things to do and they're going to be really um, – they're going to think it's really awesome when you keep it to 30 or, or even less. I wanted to give an example – of um, two guys that I think network extremely well. And there's not always, and they do it so well that there doesn't even have to be an agenda or a reason why we meet with them. And we always get so much out of it that I keep meeting with them. And it's amazing to me how they do it. And I just want to talk about them. So there are two guys in town. They're the Burchard brothers. And they have a company Mm -hmm. called Root Note. And they do this amazingly. I'm always amazed because they hold their network really closely to them, which I think is impressive. So that you then it becomes almost this brand that I know whoever the Burchard brothers is are introducing me to, it's going to be a great person and I'll say yes no matter what. So that's awesome right there, their brand. Number two, it's how they run the meeting. They sit down, they're really chill with you, they put you in a great you know, environment, but they're immediately asking questions about you, what they can do for you. And you might just be kind of like, I wonder why they're doing this, but it's really just they want to help and make sure that they're being effective in their ripple effect. And then the follow through is the best I've seen. It's immediately after the meeting, they touch on the points you just talked about, and then they send the intros they said they would send. And I'm just like, Honestly, I look up to those guys. I'm like, that was done incredibly. And I just, I just honestly didn't even know I was going to give that shout out, but (laughs) that was done really well. So impressive. It's awesome when, when people do what they say they're going to do. And it's awesome when you get to talk about yourself in the meeting. I mean, everybody likes to talk about themselves and what they're doing. Obviously, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you have an ego because you started your own company and you want to talk about it. That's just how it is. It's okay. A side note of that is, you know, people knowing what you're doing is good because then it's in their head for them to talk about with other people. So, you know, as egotistical as it may be sometimes, you need to do it. You know, if if somebody asked me to meet to pick my brain, 
and they spend the whole meeting talking about what they're doing and what their ideas are and what they think is going to work and don't ask me anything or don't ask or don't even know what it is that I do, you know, nothing makes me more mad, honestly, is when I waste a whole hour just sitting there and, you know, trying to do somebody a favor, but they are not effective and they didn't even end up getting anything out of it either. And they don't even realize that because they just want to grow their network. And what they're really doing is just really looking bad. You know, I'm not going to intro you to other people. Yeah. You just waste an hour of my time. I'm not going to let you waste an hour of my friend's time. It happens more. Yes. Because we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, affect our network. Right. We have to hold that closely. Totally. To ourselves. And so, you know, just to kind of quickly conclude the importance of growing your network and making it effective is you really want to make sure you prep for every meeting and you have intentions. Try to shoot for three. You want to be enticing to meet with. Make sure that you are a win for them and the time that they give to you. And, you know, work with the community you have and the people you already trust. You know, it never hurts to ask. I know I even said that in the last episode, but it just never hurts. And with people you already know well, ask them who you think it might, you know, who they think it might be good for you to meet with. Um, so just mm-hmm. just a couple of notes on networking because totally. it's tough. And there's nothing, honestly, Mackenzie and I hate more than walking into a huge mixer or big networking event and trying to figure that out. You are not alone there. I mean, I <laughs> dread it. So let's find smart ways to do this. So let's talk a little bit more about press and how that could be um, a really powerful marketing tool. It's been incredible for us, the press we get. I mean, that's literally been all of our marketing. We haven't spent really any money on marketing our company. All of our business has been word of mouth, referrals, people seeing something about us as the founders and just kind of inquiring more and then we get business out of it. Um, it's huge and it's very cost effective. We're telling our story. People know why we started the company. People know what we do, who the two of us are as individuals and we get business out of it. And, you know, again, this is kind of like a ripple effect too, because, you know, we had to, um, kind of go about it in a few weird directions first, just to get started and A, show other writers and journalists that you're open for your story to be told. And B, you know, show, give them, like, those people the idea to write about you as well. And so, I mean, it first started with us, you know, with even college newspapers and college blogs at Belmont. And then it kind of moved to, okay, these people who are writing those blogs are actually wanting to write on their own publication or platform now. So then they kind of brought us along and they wrote about us too. And then from that, other different, you know, blogs and forums picked it up. Then that moved to full-on articles We ended up then meeting, you know, like thought leaders and writers of some more major, you know, publications, Mm -hmm. newspapers. And there's, it's just like, it's such a great time to be an (laughs) entrepreneur because there's also so now many mediums. I mean, yeah, we were on so many podcasts ourselves. Yeah. Um, Interviews, radio stations. It's just nuts how many different people you can touch. Totally. And that's just putting in a little bit of effort to tell your story, to reach out. You'd be surprised um, how much we've gotten for asking so little. Mm -hmm. 
um, just, hey, you know, would you mind writing a little something up about us and we can do this in return? Um, and it usually, because we do have a compelling story, we usually get more than we even ask for. Absolutely. And really to, to make sure you set yourself up for success with press <laughs> is um, something, two things that we did was we had to put the feeling weird of being in front of the camera aside because we both personally, I mean, we like to you know produce events. We like to be behind the scenes. Yeah. But we knew we needed some really effective photos of Mackenzie and I to kind of make that statement of our compelling story, which is the fact that we're two female founders met in college and we're doing the damn thing. Like people love that, but you need to also show it because people are visual. And so we just made sure that we, um, you know, knew a couple of photographers that could really get that across. And we just always had new content of us because, you know, something that we learned is, kind of each publication is more effective if you have a new look with it. Mm -hmm. And um, so we always, you know, on the side are trying to have some new content out there. And then also we knew we needed to have um, kind of someone that was also just always kind of thinking about this because this isn't something on the forefront for us. So we actually got a publicist to be able to write, you know, some press releases for us, make those good headlines, always be thinking about what we should be saying because mm -hmm. something that kind of even blew my mind is like, the the things that we would do throughout the day or the or the you know small achievements in the business were actually bigger than i thought and she would remind us she would say this needs to be talked about and we're like yeah. oh we probably just wouldn't have ever said that so it's really helpful to have you know a publicist with you and if you guys want to know more about how we structured that deal send us a note mm -hmm. at founders at freshmanfounders.com and we'll reply back to you about how we structured that deal with our publicist but then mm -hmm. also just getting those um those professional photos and videos of you are really helpful being a thought leader in your community is is a huge deal for press for you and your company um and what i mean by that is getting involved where you might speak at a panel at a conference or give a workshop or, um, you know, I mean, giving, uh, I don't know, we give talks all the time. Oh, yeah. I just spoke, I just had a... This morning. This morning <laughs> at Music Biz, I did a panel. And later this week, we're giving... Giving a workshop. Giving a workshop for Entrepreneur Week. We also, well, yeah, we'll go and speak at a ton of other conferences. We speak at schools sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, conferences a lot. Um, you know, classrooms are a big one because yeah. we do get to talk to students, which we love. And, and so being a thought leader, it helps your network because people see you and so many more people that you will never have met will see you. And then they'll put that in, they'll now know your story, so you can kind of eliminate that first meet and greet meeting. They're on the same page as you, and then they can reach out to you if they feel like there's a need to talk. So being out there in the community is really helpful. But then being a thought leader is also helpful because then you can even write your own content. Yeah. You know, we've started the podcast, you know, sure. Freshman Founders. We've started writing our own blog. And then that even gives people the idea to reach out to us for us to get on their own forums of, of publication. So it's really, you know, if there's something that you feel like um, you're an expert at or you have an opinion on um, that's unique, 
definitely put it out there yeah. and tell people. Um, and sometimes, you know, yeah, a lot of people reach out to us to, you know, be on a panel or speak somewhere. But a lot of times we get the, just like everyone else, we get the email, hey, submit your idea for a panel or mm -hmm. submit your idea for a workshop. And we, because we've done so many, we literally just have set templates of what we do well and mm -hmm. we just send those and it's done. And, you know, then we're always current on the events that are happening. Yeah. I mean, just be an expert at your business. So whatever it is that your business is, there's probably a conference out there relating to that type of business and apply to be on a panel or just go to panels, talk to the panelists, mm -hmm. ask them how they, how, how they got to be there or, you know, become friends with people that are running events like that. And just absolutely just go out there because if you're running a business you obviously know a lot about that subject whatever the whatever it is that you sell or that you create or um so just do it so that was a few notes on how to make the most of your network and how to use press to grow your business. If you have questions, please send them to founders at freshmanfounders.com and we'll actually answer them in the next episode in our season finale, uh, episode 10. And don't worry, we'll keep them anonymous. We just want to hear from you.